Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. So Donald Trump's attorney continued to berate and basically just harass E. Jean Carroll um, in the rape and defamation trial against Donald Trump. As I shared last Thursday, attorney Joe Tacopina could not be worse at this if he tried. He was aggressive. He was rude. Um, you know, this is all to a woman who accuses Donald Trump of violently assaulting her. Tacopina, in fact, has been so aggressive in his questioning of Carol. The judge gave him grief on many occasions. At one point, the judge told him, quote, come on, Mr. Tacopina. And then Judge Lewis Kaplan, who's presiding over this case, um, at another point during this cross-examination, he told Takapina that he was being argumentative. And he later added, quote, you get to make a closing argument in this case, counselor, and this isn't the time for it. So Carol explained to the jury that in 2019, she was fired by Elle magazine after repeatedly being insulted by Donald Trump and after he denied allegations against her or against him. And she said, you know, I have to maintain credibility with my audience. I mean, she's a, a an advice columnist. And she said that she then started writing a newsletter on Substack. And she said, quote, I felt happy that I was back on my feet, had garnered some readers and feeling pretty good. And then, boom, he knocks me back down again. Carol was referring to Trump's insults and his denials on his failing social media platform. This was in October of 2022. So Takapina, like I said, he was, you know, very aggressive. He did get a couple of jabs in. He did get Carol to admit that never Trump or George Conway is the one who convinced her to sue Trump, you know, but the merits of the case are the merits of the case. So um, you know, it, it's here nor there who convinced her. Um, and so that's where we left off last week. But Trump ramped up his attacks on Carol over the weekend. He sent a letter to journalists citing the right wing blog, The Gateway Pundit, that's run by the Hoft brothers. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. This is a website that pushes Every bogus conspiracy theory known to man, they pushed all of the election fraud conspiracy theories. Um, they're currently being sued for defamation by Georgia election workers, uh, Wandrea Shea Moss and her mother, Ruby Freeman. You guys will remember they were the subject of Donald Trump's ire. They had death threats against them. They were run, literally run out of their homes, out of town. So, you know, the only thing missing now with Donald Trump is the tinfoil hat. I mean, if you're citing the Gateway Pundit, you've already lost. <laughs> and the craziness didn't stop there because the first thing this morning, Trump's attorney filed an 18-page motion requesting a mistrial. Trump's team is claiming that the judge has been biased in his rulings against them and that he's shown favoritism. So Judge Kaplan, um, as I mentioned, who's presiding over this case, said that Tacopino's motion was denied and he didn't provide any further explanation. So what it sounds like, to me at least, is that Trump spent the weekend just freaking out about this trial because he knows he's on track to lose. And he probably just harassed the crap out of his attorneys all weekend saying, you got to find something, you know, you got to stop this because he knows the, the coming humiliation 
is going to be horrid, you know, being deemed a rapist potentially. And the thing is, she doesn't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. This is a civil case. So it just has to be a preponderance of evidence, meaning, yeah, more than likely, you know, 51%, 50.1%, I believe this woman over him. So he sees what's coming, that, you know, the Trump train is going to run him over. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so the trial resumed today with Takapina continuing his cross-examination of Carol. He asked her how many times she returned to Bergdorf Goodman since the alleged assault took place. And Carol confirmed she's gone back at least 23 times since the mid-90s. But she said, quote, I've made that clear that Bergdorf's is not a place that I'm afraid to enter. Takapina also questioned Carol about Facebook posts she wrote in one, you know, which doesn't really sound great. But she stated that she was a, quote, massive fan of Trump's uh, reality business show that he used to have, The Apprentice. In another, which she wrote in 2012, Carol asked her followers if she would have sex with Trump for $17,000 if they could either, quote, give the money to charity or, quote, close your eyes and he's not allowed to speak. Not sure what that was about, but uh, Takapina questioned Carol about why she didn't report the assault to the police. You know, again, most aren't reported to the police, but she said, quote, Mr. Takapina, I was born in 1943. I am a member of the silent generation. Women like me were taught and trained to keep our chins up and to not complain. And she added, quote, I would never call the police about something I am ashamed of. I thought it was my fault. And when Carol was asked why she isn't suing former CBS executive Les Moonves, who she also says assaulted her, Carol explained that Moonves didn't call her a, quote, scam, and, quote, he simply denied it. He didn't call me names. He didn't grind my face into the mud like Donald Trump did. I, You know, I would add, if I were her, Moonves isn't accused of raping her as Trump is. He's accused of assault, but it was a much lesser assault than Trump by far. Um, Takapina also tried to show that Carol wasn't really affected by the alleged rape at all. He, he showed some videos of public appearances that she had made, statements that she had made, you know. But as with all humans, Carol says, you know, I have a public persona. And she basically said, you know, I always say I'm doing fabulous. And then she, there's a private reality, which we all have. You know, she says she struggles. She never fully recovered from the alleged assault. He's also trying to undermine her assertion that she suffered harm and as a result of losing her job from Trump's defamatory remarks. And it was revealed in court that Carol is now making $10,000 more from readers' contributions to her Substack newsletter than what she was making at L. Well, Carol conceded, yeah, you know, I, I won. I basically beat them. Um, but then she also conceded that her editor was really angry with her because she published an excerpt from her book in New York Magazine rather than publishing it in L, who she was working for. So, um, but the fact is, you know, she did lose her job as a result of Trump calling her a liar. She had no idea at that time if she was going to be able to replace her income. And, you know, details like that could affect her defamation claim 
but it's not it has nothing to do with the rape allegation. In addition, Takapina raised the issue of a storyline in the TV show Law and Order Special Victims Unit. There was apparently, I don't watch it, but he was explaining there were some characters who discussed a rape role-playing scenario in Bergdorf Goodman in a dressing room. And apparently one of her readers, I think it was, wrote a, a letter to her. Someone wrote to her mentioning this in 2012. So this was before her book came out, before she told the public about it, um, but after the alleged incident. So obviously saying, well, did you get it from this show? Did you get this idea from the show? You know, I mean, sometimes life imitates art and the other way around. And who knows? I mean, maybe someone she told at the time, because she did tell people when it, when it allegedly happened, maybe they leaked it. Maybe they told other people. Stuff gets around. I mean, as much as you like to trust your your best buddies and and you know your BFFs, they talk. Sometimes stuff comes out. Sometimes it's by mistake. But that's where we left off today uh, before I started recording. But I will definitely have more for you. And her two friends are going to be taking the stand this week, as I understand it. Um, these are the two friends that she told about this alleged rape at the time. So they are considered to be what they call outcry witnesses, uh, people who were told in the moment con contemporaneously. So that should be some interesting testimony. I will definitely give you a recap on all of that. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you all. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon.